his hand in the hive. He got stung 10 times. I'm not about to do that. I have my own plan. Hey, welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast podcast, where being naked is an option, but being afraid, well, that depends on who's naked. (laughs) (laughs) In this episode, we have the pleasure of a hardcore lady. She is an outdoors woman. What is an outdoors woman? Or a woman that spends her time outdoors? Maybe. We'll figure it out in this podcast. But you know what? She's... She's also a badass in the fact that she was all naked and afraid. Did she survive? Well, she's here with us, so she survived. But how was her time? We're going to find out. And if you really want to know the secret, you got to watch the episode. It was a really good episode. I enjoyed it. We have Mallory Ann Romero from San Antonio, Texas. Correct? Ooh, yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for being on... Uh, I was a little worried because I think on the show you just said South Texas uh, on the episode. Yeah, I'm from San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> I was there as I was coming, as my words were coming out of my mouth. I was like, dang, she said South Texas. She said South Texas, San Antonio. <laughs> San Antonio, Texas, born and raised. Hey, so I'm going to ask you a San Antonio question in a little bit, but we're going to go through your experience of the show, how you got on the show. And how you like spend your days as an outdoors woman. Uh, so sit back, buckle up, let's go. Too hard, too fast, part. Whoa, let's messed it, it up. Hey, buckle up, let's sit back too. I messed it up. Let's just get started. <laughs> Boom. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast. Anything that rolls downhill, man. I and mean, the old habits die hard, right? It's the podcast by the people for the people. Well, I'm going. Too hard, too fast. When we are double fisted on that ass. (laughs) Only here. Too hard, too fast. Let's do it. Hey, welcome back. Too hard, too fast. Wait, too hard, too fast. What does that even mean? We're going to find out. Because I don't know. I think too hard, too fast. Ooh, naked and afraid. Plus. (laughs) So welcome everyone to Too Hard, Too Fast podcast. That's right. (laughs) Where we go off the rails. And George has to worry about it. So, <laughs> here we go. For the podcast of the century. Cheers. All right, Mallory. Well, right off the bat, I'm not from San Antonio, but I've been in San Antonio long enough that I know that the very first question that any person that's native to San Antonio should be asked is, what high school did you go to? McCollum High School. Actually, Anwes Campus, both. I like the idea of how everybody kind of judges each other. Uh, and it's not always in a bad way of judging. But yeah, it's like, it's kind of like, it kind of tells a little mm-hmm. bit of who you are, what you're made of, depending on what school you went to here in San Antonio. And I, I actually, I was a high school teacher for Edison High School as well. Ooh, go Bears. Golden Bears. I, I don't know. There's a sign too, right? I don't yeah. know what the sign <laughs> Hey, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> oh, man. So being an outdoors woman, uh, well, what does that entail? Because I know, I, I, you know, the show shows a little bit of the clips. Uh, you fish, you hunt. But like you're in, when I say outdoors, man, I go outside 
and I'm outdoors, but that's not really being, you know, I'm not, it's not really being as hardcore as you are. Like you're in the mix of, of the bugs and, and, and like the danger of being out there. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> what got you started like that? So I've always been an outdoors woman or outdoors girl since I was a kid. I used to get my grandfather's waders and we had a ditch right there and I would go, they're all big on me and I would go through the ditch and I would go and I'd catch turtles. I never had nets or nothing. I don't remember ever having anything. I'll go just catch those big old giant snapping turtles. I used to take them to school for show and tell. I don't know how I didn't get in trouble. I used to go catch the crawfish at the ditch. Just hundreds of them. Just I just catch them. I never had a net or anything like that. I just go get them. Uh, we moved to a place where there was some woods nearby. I got myself very familiar with the woods, which I mean, it's kind of weird. So I was like, I was, 12 at that time and I was a 12 year old little girl just always wandering through the woods people thought probably thought I was creepy <laughs> <laughs> and I had a BB gun I used to, you know I used to go and shoot doves until I found out that there's a season for it and you're not allowed to shoot them all the time hey. <laughs> we can't get in trouble for legal reasons because this was years ago Exactly. Same thing with the fish. Like when I was younger, I used to go to the coast and everything was a keeper. I ate all the fish. I probably ate hardhead. I probably ate uh what is it? Uh skipjacks, everything. Would you eat the crawfish too? Like when you were that young, just pull it. So I still do. I take my kids out to go catch their own crawfish and I make a campfire and I do their own I let them do their own crawfish boil and eat the crawfish they just caught. Dang, that's a big lesson too. I remember well, first of all, the only crawfish I'm really catching is the one at the bar, you know, that they're already <laughs> serving at you. But I remember, you know, I went, I didn't go hunting a lot, uh, but I did go a few times with my with my dad and, and, and his buddies. And I thought it was going to be like an easy thing. And it's not like, a, you know, I, I was like, I know I can, I've, at least I felt if the moment came and I have a shot, I can shoot it. And my dad still tells me, man, you wanted to shoot everything that moved. And you, <laughs> and you didn't even know what you were shooting at. Um, <laughs> but and needless to say, or I guess I never really shot anything. So I never really got to the experience of like skinning it and all that. But I, I saw that it takes a lot of work once you actually shoot something. Oh, yeah, it does. Especially when you decide to take that shot in the freezing cold or when it's pouring rain. You got to oh, stay. You got to finish. <laughs> I've seen some of your videos where... You're you're carrying a whole deer, right? And you're like hanging yeah. it up and doing the whole thing by yourself. Yeah. There's one time when I you talking about you want to shoot everything. There was one time when I had my my kids, both my kids in the blind with me. And my son, and like every shot, he's like everything that would come out, he's like, shoot it, mom, shoot it, shoot it. And I was like, All right, we're about to learn on what you can and cannot shoot, because we do not <laughs> just shoot anything that comes out. <laughs> yeah that was the, and i think I, and my dad still like gives me a hard time about it. it's like once i did i think we're, they were actually just looking for a, a wild hog or something uh and once that finally uh showed up i think i made a noise because i had gotten so bored with being out there that i made a noise that because i was messing around with something else that i scared it off and my dad was like dude come on <laughs> <laughs> he like didn't talk to me for a while. I was like, we spent this whole time here and <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> when my when so when my daughter was about three years old, I take her to the doctor and she tells the doctor the doctor's like, Well, what do you want to be when you grow up? I'm gonna be a hunter. 
I can't wait till I'm big enough because I'm going to shoot my own hog. I'm going to skin it, smoke it, and eat it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, what are we, what are we dealing with here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, that's a great skill to get. Like, I, I do wish I would have kept up with it more and, you know, we had more opportunity for that. Um especially i think nowadays always especially after the pandemic when meat was scarce oh yeah and everybody's like, yeah everybody's like oh there's no meat there's meat, meat. it's like what do you mean there's free meat it's running all around us <laughs> yeah it's like you guys just gotta go out and get it yeah yeah I, so yeah. during during that time we ended up going through a period uh where we had a big freeze here in san antonio and during that freeze and everybody's freaking out, and I'm like, let me cook up some of my alligator gar. I'm gonna cook up some of my deer, some of my all oh, that. <laughs> so, do you have like a big one of those uh, refrigerators, those huge, and just store it? I used to, but I was married for I was with my ex husband for 21 years, and when I left, he stayed. I left with nothing. I let him keep everything, and my grandfather had bought me a a stand up freezer that he stayed with. Oh man. Hey, if yeah. you need to go get it back, I'll go help you. I know, right? <laughs> and those things are like, those are like big, big deals. Those are big deals. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I, I get me one again. But, but then again, so like, even like this past season, you know, the deers I shoot, the hogs I shoot, all of that. For the most part, I share the meat and I go through them pretty quick. So I haven't necessarily like missed having a deep freezer just because I, I go through it pretty quick. Oh, okay. Um, but that's a lot of meat, no, right? Like, what kind of stuff do you do with it? Like, let's say if you shoot a deer. I make all kinds of stuff. I make deer burgers. I make hog uh, pasta. I So even last year, um, we grounded up the doves. We had so many doves, grounded it up. And I made dove chili out of it, dove oh, burgers. Wow. Like, and it was, it was amazing. That's interesting. Because I, I do have a, a, a couple of uh buddies that will post when they go dove hunting and i see them like lay them out like on their tailgate like everything they've shot but (laughs) but but the thing is like i never know like how they eat it like if they just fry like a regular chicken because that doesn't like entice me like i do want to taste it yeah but most people cook it the same exact way and don't get me wrong it's good they put it on a skewer and they put the the dove with the jalapeno and the cream cheese and they wrap it in the bacon, which is good, but I like different ways as well. So I make dove guisado, dove fideo loco. I make dove burgers, dove chili. Dang. <laughs> dove okay. I think at, this, at some point you you need to like buy uh, do a food truck or something. Cause that sounds, <laughs> that sounds enticing. Cause yeah, like the, the regular fry it or grill it like that. It's cool, but then I would I would feel like it gets old. But yeah. I've never he- heard of anybody doing guisado and and chili. Yeah. On that alone, <laughs> man, I would I would definitely be like invite me to your next dinner. <laughs> yeah. I'll get the mojajete, start mashing up my garlic, my comino, my peppers, everything, and make make a nice little spice for it. Man, come out good. That sounds delicious. That sounds delicious. <laughs> I was I I thought I was cool because I'm like I eat deer tamales. <laughs> I I make deer tamales. I even get the so I get the back strap of the of the deer and I make uh, a really good um, like a barbacoa. Mm-hmm. 
from the backstrap of the deer yeah. or, or, or mini tacos. Do you like in the slow cooker or put it in the mm -hmm. ground? If you tell me you put it in the ground, I'm I'm definitely coming over for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> my, my grandpa used to do that. He used to do and, where he would put the whole cabeza de vaca under the in the ground and make some amazing barracova. And then he used to actually put the pig on a big old stick and he would he would uh basically um rotisserie it. Oh, that takes a while, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. I've never, I don't know why, even though I love like chorizo and egg and I love bacon, obviously. And, but I, I think other than chorizo and egg and, and bacon, I think I, for the most part, avoid the hot pork. I don't know why. It's just a weird thing. You know what it is? Is that my mom used to tell me when I was a kid that if you eat pork that's uh, undercooked, uh, and this kind of like ties into like what I want to talk about what you guys ate on the episode. Uh, and if, if I, I'm pointing this way, it's because I'm having the episode run over here. So at the oh, same time, <laughs> um, my mom would tell me that if you eat pork undercooked, you're going to get you better. Or if you eat pork, you better eat with your feet uncovered or cover your feet because then you're going to get worms in your brain or something. The old wives' tales. I tell yes. you, I know a lot of those. There's my my. I'm traumatized with some of those old wives' tales. And then my grandmother used to tell me. <laughs> yeah, but I what I never got it was like, mom. Okay, so we can eat like like smoked pork, but for today for breakfast we had chorizo and egg and we had bacon. That's pork too. So that, that it doesn't make sense. She goes, don't question me. <laughs> So my kids, uh, you hear that noise? I don't know if you hear the noise, but my kids just gave um, a rat, which I thought was our pet now, but they gave the rat to the, my, one of my pythons. <laughs> I could swear they're friends. So they're they're all in the mix too. They're all good with with the outdoors and the nature is nature kind of thing, huh? Oh yeah. So I so I was took a nap right before I got on on uh, with you. And my kids come and they're like, hey, mom, we accidentally let the rat loose in the house. Which but, but which last year, they let one of the pythons loose, and we never found her. Oh, dang. <laughs> I never felt smelled anything dead either, so I don't, my, my, we just never found her. I have two other pythons right now, but I guess they finally caught the rat, which they named him Eddie Nibbles. They've been feeding him for like two weeks, and all of a sudden, they just feed him to the snake. Oh, I was... I'm cool with that. I kind of like that. I, I, you know, I'm I'm really cool with nature is nature, and there's a weird thing about me that like I don't mind seeing nature take its course, you know, with animals kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know if that makes me like that yeah. really says a lot about me. But <laughs> but um, uh, where was I going with this? Oh man, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but. So this rat right now, like he's hanging upside down on the cage. I don't know if he's trying to get out or what. So my, like I said, my kids were cool with him, but then they, they I guess they're not cool with him because he, he went savage. <laughs> oh, that's what I was. That's what I was gonna say. Is that they named him. I can't believe they named. He's like the first thing you say is like, if you're gonna yeah. use something as bait or as as uh, as feed, it. or you're gonna eat it itself, don't name it. That don't one, my grandpa used to tell me, don't name it. And he'll bring out these little goats for Cabrito, and he's like, don't name it. Right? Well, yeah, no, they were cool with it, but I think that the little rat went savage on another rat, and now they're like, yeah, he's not a good person. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's time for some Darwinism. Yeah, <laughs> for some reason, the snake won't eat him either. Oh, there it is. Oh, are we gonna see it? I think YouTube will kick us off if we <laughs> if we actually see it, but I'm down for it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't believe like that that snake is just chilling there with and not doing anything. Like, what's it's up? Like, are you like not a real snake? You know, do right. I have to have a talk with you and let you know that you're a snake? <laughs> yeah. It's like playing with its food, probably making them think it has some kind of hope. <laughs> but yeah, with the, I my uncle brought a cabrito, which is a for those that don't know, it's like a baby goat. And me, I just went over there and I was playing with it and thought it was all cool. To I was like, hey, we have a little goat pet or something. And then they bring me inside and they're like, don't look out the window. And obviously, my deficient, uh, my deficient. My oppositional defiance is like, I'm going to look out the window. So I look out the window and I see it hanging upside down. And I go, they, you know, slice it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I can't eat it. <laughs> well, talking about that, I used to have a pet bunny. His name was Bugs. And I had, I had him for a while. I remember I come home from school one, time, one day and I'm like, Grandpa, where's Bugs? He's like, hice un caldito de conejo en la cocina. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? He's like, go eat. And I was like, no, that was my my pet. That was Bugs. And he, he gives me the rabbit foot. And it's got blood, blood on it still for good luck. <laughs> I was like, and, and then people wonder why I'm the way I am. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, did you keep it? Did you keep the foot for good luck? Not for good luck, but I got memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> So I can okay. have that foot on my dresser right now. Do you, do you still have it? <laughs> no, it's a different oh. one. Yeah. Oh, like okay. right now, at this moment, there is a rabbit's foot on my dresser. I remember when I was a kid, that's what I wanted, like a rabbit's foot. Like, I don't know why it was a trend. I feel in my hometown, Eagle Pass, uh, I, re I remember at some point it was a little bit of a trend to have a rabbit's foot keychain. Yeah, it is. That's that it is. <laughs> and so I always wanted one when I was a kid, and my parents were like, "Why? Why do you want that?" I was like, "I don't know why." Everybody's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I might sound a little weird, but you know how, like, on a Christmas story, the dad has his lamp. Well, by next to my bed, I have a lamp, but my lamp is made out of deer feet. <laughs> nice. You can like, get it if you want. <laughs> huh? You can pet it. Oh, it still has like the fur and stuff. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, does it light up all the way through, or it's just like it's just no, made it's out of it and then it's on top. top? But it's like real, real deer legs with the little hoops. <laughs> <laughs> What's on? Is it a lampshade on top, or is it something yeah. different? It's Some got antlers. <laughs> no antlers, but it's got a lampshade. But yeah, yeah, you want you can actually kind of pet it and. Yeah, I try not to touch it too much because it does shed a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to make you don't want to make it look like it has mange or something. Yeah, all I want is mange laughing by my bedside, <laughs> please. Well, Mallory, I think that definitely makes you weird, but here on this too hard, too fast, weird is welcome. So that's that's awesome. That makes you awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I think. Oh, <laughs> uh, I like that. So. Naked and Afraid, um, how did you get on there? 
how did, did they contact you or did you like uh, put yourself out there for it? All I did was post what I normally post on Instagram. And my brother was like, you know, you post this stuff, but you never really do hashtags. Why don't you start doing hashtags? I was like, whatever. Now here and there, I wouldn't always do it, but here and there I remember. And I mean, have hashtag outdoors woman or whatever. And all of a sudden, bam, I get hit up by a, a producer. And they're like, hey, would you be interested in doing Naked and Afraid? Like, this can't be real. First of all, I've never watched a full episode, but my grandfather, who helped raise me, was a, a big fan. He would always say, Ponle los encuerados en el jungle. That's what he always would say, right? And he would watch like marathons. So I would watch bits and pieces of it all the time. I was just never really sat. I'm not a big TV person. So. Anyways, they they hit me up and I was like, oh, I don't know. This is kind of weird. And I was going through the process, but I was so skeptical as well. Because I was like, man, is this real? Is it not? And then when I get, I finally get there, right? And there's this man in a suit and he's got a little sign with my name to go with him. And I go and he drives to this far this place and they put me on another plane and another smaller plane and take me to this real remote little town the first day. And I'm supposed to, I stay in this this room and it's like a just, small just so you know that really paints a really uh naked and afraid kind of like and not a good fun eerie. naked and afraid <laughs> yeah and it's kind of eerie this little tiny room it's eerie it's got it's got like this like, like an old kind of bed cover over it but it doesn't it's just like like is this an actual hotel so i go to go open the the, the window and i'm like i open it and it's a wall of bricks <laughs> And I'm like, oh. okay, I don't know. maybe they're about to harvest my organs, you know, <laughs> who knows? And I wasn't allowed to leave this room. So it's like, and the next day I'm like, um, trying to message them, let them know like, Hey, you know, is somebody going to take me out for a walk? You know, get a little, little breath of air. And so what were they trying to do? Were they trying to like, I honestly don't even know if it was on purpose. Like maybe they were trying to get me to be alone in a room and like barely feed me or something and get me used to it right before I went in. Maybe or like maybe a little psychological did. test to see if you could actually yeah. go out there. Or it was just a really shitty place. <laughs> it's like, listen, we're going to spend our budget uh, going out there. <laughs> we're not yeah. going to spring for the four seasons. <laughs> yeah. So that little town was so small that I think that was the only place to stay there. Oh, okay. And was this was this like to see if you were good for the show or this is, was no. like you were already going for the show? That's it. You're already on it. This is going to happen. Okay. Let, me, let me tell you. So they're telling, so they don't tell me anything. They're like, oh, yeah, get ready. We need to go do the interviews and this and that. And I'm like, okay. I go and I get ready. I do my hair. I do my makeup. I'm that interview, right? Yeah. And then I get my and I put on my my uh. So it's a muscle shirt, but it's it's a one piece muscle shirt, like a onesie. Oh. Okay. Like you like you have the little buttons on the on the crotch part. Oh. And then, wait, did and they I mean, give you that, or you took that for no, yourself? No, that's what I took. Oh, but okay. I didn't, I didn't know that we were gonna start. Like this is time to start. Okay. And I was like, okay. So I go out there with my little son, and then they're like, like, all right, well, we're gonna go to this part where you're gonna go ahead and take off your your clothes or whatever. It's like, wait, what? 
<laughs> this isn't what I brought to wear for this yet. That was not the outfit for this. I wasn't going to go all did up. I was going to go on my makeup. So if you watch the episode, you'll see my makeup and hair done in the beginning because I didn't know that we were going to start. So when I had, so when I was taking off my clothes, I'm just there on the bottom. Like, I'm trying to unbutton my onesie. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, this, that would be my luck that that, that would happen. And then, and then, you know, like the way they film that part, and I, I don't think, I think they just did it to you. I don't think they did it to the to the guy, but the way they filmed it was like straight on, and you're like removing your shirt. Uh, but they look like they're starting a porno. Yeah, and then the, like the next part, like the the next uh or whatever, like scene or cut. Like they're like behind the grass, like there's grass in front. Like if they're looking, looking at you, like you don't know they're there. It's like, okay, come on, guys. It's a little creepy here. Yeah, it was kind of awkward. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I was like, uh, that's what I was saying. I was like, I don't, this is, why would you shoot it from that angle and then make it, make it look creepy? Like, you know, I get it. It's going to, it's, it's an awkward time. And I, I do, that's what catches me from Naked and Afraid is the fact that, you guys go out there uh or y'all you 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 put yourself out there so that already is a hook it's like oh you're exposing yourself completely and so it's all out you know so i i feel like that's like the first part of okay this shit is real like this is gonna you know so so, and i and i know you mentioned like that was your first big fear or your only big fear is like putting yourself out there like that yeah yeah, yeah, in my mind, I'm like, okay, you're about to, you know, take off your clothes. It's going to be, you know, you're going to be displayed, you know, all over the world. That's it. <laughs> well, nothing, to worry, nothing to worry about at all. <laughs> exactly. I was <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, luckily there's some blur, there's some blurry areas, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, it's like literally the whole world is about to see your bare ass. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, well, it's all out. That it's all that is out. For sure. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, like, so they don't really tell us anything. They don't show not- nothing. And so a couple of days before my episode premiered, I wake up in the morning for work and I open my phone. And I don't know how it was already on Instagram. And the first thing I see is my ass. And, like, I can just feel where my stomach just kind of dropped. And I'm just like, oh, shit, this is it. Like, my ass is everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I... It's definitely something about us because I, I was thinking that would be my very first afraid moment is the the being completely out there and I'm about to meet somebody that I don't know and just you know completely anyway, it's only it only feels embarrassing for a little bit because after a while it is like whatever I'm being eaten alive I'm hungry yeah. this pendejo here doesn't know how to act and <laughs> Yeah, so you're just like, whatever, I don't give a shit that I'm bringing naked anymore. And I did go try to make clothes for a little while. You'll see my little jungle clothes, this and that. And at the end, I was like, it's not fucking worth it. Oh, well. <laughs> Is that No, yeah, that, I was going to say that. I was like, I think I've seen episodes. I'm a fan of the show, but I, I, you know, I don't watch it to where it's like, oh, I'm going to watch the next episode and the next one. Like, like I don't have it, Like, but I am a fan yeah. of the show. It's one of those shows like, if you're like looking for something and it's on, you're definitely gonna get hooked. Like they do such a good job with it. But uh but yeah, like 
So oh, I don't think I've ever seen anybody make little, you know, Adam and Eve clothes out of, out of their, the, you know, the situation. So I'm gonna I'm gonna spill a little secret with you that I did on that. Oh. So I I made my jungle clothes right, and I made my little jungle jewelry, and I got some palm fronds as pom pons, and I made a cheer to to you know boost our morales. Yeah, you got to. I made this cheer, and at the end of the cheer, I don't know why, but I sure did a whole cartwheel. That asked me good. I hope that comes out. They so they do this little one part of like the they do the show the way it runs, and then I've noticed that they run it again, but then it's like uncensored, so they add little extra footage. Okay, so check this out. That's what I just that freaked me out last night. Like I said, I took a picture of the TV and I sent it to my friends, and I was like, uh oh, yeah, and it's like naked and afraid uncensored. And I see my episode, I'm like, wait, what does that mean? Oh. <laughs> so this Monday, there's going to be one that's going to come out sometime throughout the day, and it's called Naked and Afraid Uncensored. They still they still blur out the private parts, so there's nothing. <laughs> but the, there might be a Naked and Afraid after. <laughs> now, after... Now that I don't know, but no, yeah, I think. Have you seen something like that? Have you heard about that? I don't need to know this. No, no, no. <laughs> don't share it with me if there is. No, no, no. I definitely have not heard of that, but maybe it pops an idea somewhere. But no, <laughs> the uncensored one. It's the uh, it, it does. It's interesting because if you watch the first episode, you know they obviously have a story to portray. Um, but the uncensored one, they add extra clips to that. So if you're like, if you watch both, it makes it very interesting. Um, there's little added stuff that. Well, I hope they do. There's a couple of things. And there's something that I'm like, yeah, maybe they shouldn't show that. There was one time where I, uh, there's, you know, I just wanted to put the jungle vines to a test. You see Tarzan and Jane swing across them. Will it? Does it actually hold people? And the answer is yes. I put it to the test, <laughs> and it held up. Uh, so <laughs> at some point, you just like you were just completely fine, or maybe not completely fine, but you were more worried about getting uh, 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 something to drink and something to eat versus I'm naked. Yes. Yeah. Very true. And, I just have to put my priorities, you know, ahead, you know, in order. All right. So. To me, I would think uh, from the guy's perspective, mm -hmm. uh, initially showing up, I'm fully fed, so I'm not worried about being hungry. I'm fully hydrated, so I'm not thinking about being dehydrated. Uh, I'm naked, and I'm being nervous about being exposed to somebody that I don't know, uh, and I'm looking at a naked female coming up to me. So uh, my mindset is still like, oh, no, am I going to be aroused? That's going to be something to think about is that I don't know. Maybe you don't want to share about him and you don't have to share about so, him. So I never actually looked at his penis. <laughs> just like just kept it. I just come. Nope. I looked at his face, looked around it. His ass was for some reason always in my face. I don't know why the fuck it was. <laughs> I knew that the fuck it was always farting. <laughs> 
He yeah. was Mr. Farts a lot. That was his, <laughs> his name because all he wanted to do was like, we'd be having a full on conversation and then like, what the <laughs> hell, dude? So super comfortable with it. I was like, we don't even know each other. He tried to go like couple of trees over or something. Yeah. No, even if I know somebody, I'm like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> no, this homie was just let loose. He didn't give a damn. <laughs> and then every time he pooped, he had to like, like if I want to have this conversation about his poop with him, like, like what the hell? I don't care. Oh, he told, he told uh, he would talk about it. That's, that's yeah. That's no, I was like, dude, I don't care that you just went to the restroom. But <laughs> stop asking me about it. Everybody does it, but it still doesn't mean I want to learn about it. But exactly. I, it, you know, I can't help it. I do think about it on the show, like half the time, like when you guys are sticking your hand, sticking your hand through a, a tree to get uh, the honeycomb out. My mind's thinking, I wonder what they do when they poop. <laughs> like that's just like that's my thing. It's like you're, yeah. you're my you mind's over here. Like, yeah, you get no privacy, no privacy, and it's very awkward. Because I mean, I one time I had to go to the restroom, and it's like, can you guys like back up off me a couple feet? Like, jeez. And they're like, nope. Do they keep the camera yeah, on you while you guys are doing this? Like they're on one side of the tree and I'm on the other side of the tree. I'm like, really? But is the camera on you still when they do it? No. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, maybe Not they're just I in case. Do... Yeah, in case like it... a jaguar comes out, <laughs> <laughs> bites my butt off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so there was a time where I'm, uh, where I try to wake up early enough. And well, I would wake up early every day and I would go and it was 50, 60 degrees. It was cold. And I, I needed to take a bath. I had to. And I would go in that prana infested water with caiman alligators and anacondas. And I'd get in there and I'd take my bath. Whatever. And one of the days I'm like, man, the camera crew's still not here yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna go down there. I'm not gonna take my um my diary cam and I'm gonna take a privacy bath. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, the water with the dirt from the jungle cleaning myself and then I look and in the tree you can just see them I'm like oh, oh no they know they know when you're like uh to trying to take your showers I wish they would would have showed that in the episode because obviously in the episode again they have a story to tell um but they they, rarely they... Even show us in the water they rarely even show us in the water exactly and... But because the, on the episode they're trying to they're, they portray the fact like how dangerous it is to be in the water because of the piranhas. So check this out, my partner. I'm like, it was hot, it was humid, right? Because the nights were cold, 50, 60 degrees. The days were like kind of hot and humid. It's jungle. Yeah. And I'm like, tell me, my partner. I'm like, dude, it's hot. Let's go swim. He's like, no. He's like, all right. Well, I'm gonna go swim. So I go to the water and I'm like, whatever. I just put my hands up and I dive in. I took a dive in and I'm underwater and I'm swimming around. And I come back up and I decided to just go and start doing a backstroke and just enjoy it myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's so pretty. 
I did you feel like any of the piranhas coming at you or anything like that? Yeah, they would come at my legs. I would feel them, but they wouldn't bite. I guess they would like nip or something. I don't know, unless it was something else nipping me. There's crabs in there too. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it was like uh, it's not to where they like bit me. Now they did bite my partner pretty good, but that's when he would get them. And I don't know what the hell he did. How the hell he got a freaking? They bit him twice. Oh yeah. <laughs> but and then so there was one time where mother nature came about i'm a female and that sucked oh damn. And, I'm, oh. and i go to the water and i'm like mm, I don't oh, know. oh yeah of course i didn't even think of that i don't know what i want to do that is crazy i had didn't even think of that part you know being the ignorant male i yeah. did not even think i after all these episodes i've ever oh clearly i'm just thinking about how you guys poop but <laughs> I've never once realized the fact that you, being a female on the show, you're there for 21 days. Eventually, at some point, that yeah. could happen. Yeah, and it sucked. Oh. It sucked. Not only did it suck, and then not, not only that, but I'm like, if I jump in this water, I don't, I don't want to lose that part of my body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's like that's like chumming the waters. <laughs> Yeah, so that's why I mean, I, I, I'm not, I don't know, I don't think I jumped in during that time. I'm not sure if I did. I think for the most part, I was just getting the pot of water just pouring it on me. Yeah. Because, yeah, that wasn't, <laughs> I, I kind of like that part of myself. No, yeah, yeah, I can definitely uh, assume that part. <laughs> I, I'm literally having my mind blown right now because I, I can't believe I've never once thought about that actually being a yeah. thing that you guys have to go through it really did <laughs> but the good thing is it didn't last for too long and i got over it but you know either way just just being naked like you can't even go pop a squat somewhere like to go pee because and those bugs get everything they're just getting you and even in the middle of the night all night you're just kind of sleeping you're just like, so you can't even get a good night's good. sleep Things crawling in your ears and all over your back, and then there's you find ticks and centipedes and, of course, mosquitoes and spiders and just everything. Oh like, yeah, see that's what the show does a good job about is showing all the little critters. They did not go nearly the critters. They did oh really? That you had to deal with? Nope. The mosquitoes alone. Mosquitoes alone, I could not do. Uh, the fact right now, uh, the part that's on TV right now is where you guys are sticking your hand to the beehive and trying to get the honeycomb. That he, he was he was creeping the hole for doing that, and and <laughs> it was the idea. And I was like, you know what? I'm not I'm not going to be a negative Nancy. If you want to do it, by all means, I got your back back here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because like he's sticking his head in there and is like getting stung. I can't do that. Like I, you know, I bees come around. I'm like I'm not afraid of them, but I also don't want to get stung by them. And then so I it. was in there after him. I was in there after him, and I'm all the way up there, and I'm in, and they were stinging the crap all over me. They were just stinging. And the funny thing is that they, of course, they can't really tell you anything or talk to you, the camera people. But after, after when we already beat the challenge, everything, one of the camera guys was like, dude, you were getting stung up and you didn't even react. 
<laughs> so, yeah, I was really, my body was already in a lot of pain. I was kind of focused on what I was doing. Well, because you guys visibly changed throughout the episode. Like when oh you God, guys come did. in towards the end, it's like there's a visible change. So you can easily see that you're in pain, that you're dehydrated, you're hungry. Uh, so you're losing all this going weight. Right there off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Chupada. I don't even. <laughs> How do you say chupada? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The, the, like the cheekbones, you see, it. like you can see your ribs, like bones. Like it's crazy. Like I like yeah. the fact that you guys have to go through that. But and you can see it in your face. Like yeah, están cansadas. Like you guys, like yeah. you know. Right. That. Yeah, the jungle so, diet, the best diet, no <laughs> fail. Hey, I'm gonna have to get on that. Follow me for some more weight loss at, uh, tips. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Eat some honeycomb. But um, oh, uh, you know what? At the end, when we're eating the honeycomb, the larvae inside had been dead, I guess, for like a day or two. And when I took a bite of it, bleh, disgusting. Well, even when you just when you just got when you when y'all cooked it. I was uh, like, that doesn't even make it. Why? <laughs> like, I was like, and then I, you can still see like the bees stuck to it. And you just, yeah. There's so much larvae inside this honey. Now, but you know the, what? At that moment, I guess you have the to eat. Grub worm. The grub worm was disgusting. Oh my gosh. Did you see that grub worm? <laughs> I tasted it up a little extra because dang, man, I didn't want to taste it. And I still, it's like all leathery and. Oh, I could just I would I could just imagine that as soon as you bit it, like it would just goo inside. It was nasty. How did the, the how did the piranha taste like? Did it taste like fish, like actual fish, or like good? Okay, I was a little thing like I, I, for some reason I thought it would be gamey and weird because if they they're technically they eat their it's good. And okay, so I just I caught the biggest piranha, just you know. Um, and when I caught it, that was, you know, he didn't want to share his knife at the time. We were kind of fighting and he was complaining about me fishing too much. And I caught like this big old piranha. They don't show it. And I'm just like, I don't need his knife. So I go and I rip off the head and I open it with my hand and I gut it and I go cook it for us. And then there was another piranha that I got on the day that we had not eaten. Neither of us had eaten. It had been a really slow day where we couldn't find food. We couldn't. And our bodies were really kind of pretty depleted. And I caught this one piranha and it was kind of small, but I was like, you know what? I went and I, I gutted it and everything because here and there he'll let me use this knife, but he was just real chisty about letting me use it. And then, so I was like, here, I like that word, chisty. <laughs> and I was like, you can have it. And he's like, what do you mean? I go, oh, you can have it. He said, you want half of it? I said, no, go ahead. You, you go ahead and eat it. So I went without eating. Dang. So that like that real that was real, I guess friction between you guys because nothing's fake. All that friction that's what they didn't show half of it. So sometimes when I get really upset, some Spanish words come out. Mira pinche culero. pinche pendejo. No vale. But. Okay, so that's what I was like. I know, I know how, or I don't know, but I, 
I can I can imagine how the TV works. I was like, you have to create some drama, create some friction. Created yeah, all. that was all. That was already there. So let me tell you, before I went on the the episode, they did ask what I don't like in a person, and I think they set out to find that person. Of course. Of course. Like, dude, like, this is everything I said. Next time they ask me, I'm going to tell them everything I like in a person. <laughs> yeah, of, of course. They, they, uh, that's what I'm thinking. Like, that's what, and, and then when I'm watching the episode or watch any episode, or even like I'm a big fan of like, I used to be a big fan of the real world. Okay. So obviously I know like, or I feel that in most cases, like the friction is created by the producers. Like they put yeah. certain things out there. Uh, so I thought that's what was going on, yeah. but so none of that was was there. The only thing I guess, like, say if you just got into a big heated argument, like right then and there, they want to do an interview. Mm. Well, at the heat of the moment, so you're like, "Stop! He did this and he did that, and I hate him and I don't like him and blah blah." Yeah, <laughs> that's when you know that's what uh, that's where it's real. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, it was nothing was what they never told us to act a certain way or be a certain way or anything like that. They rarely even talk to us. They're not really allowed to. Um, I know here and there, even when I would try to talk to them because I was bored and they'd be like, like you can't talk to them. No. Was there ever ever a moment where like I'm done, I want to go home? No, not no. for me. There was a moment where I felt pretty, pretty down. I was missing my family, but I never thought about going home. And so there was there was one part where I'm like laying there and I'm, and I'm missing my family, I'm missing my friends, my kids, everybody, and the smoke's hitting my eye. Well, right before I went in, I had LASIK eye surgery, like literally days before. Dang. So. I'm in there and, you know, my eyes are still, you know, it's great that I'm able to see, but they're still just a little sensitive. The smoke starts hitting my eyes, so they start watering up. And, you know, they're there with a the camera and I'm like, man, they better, better not make it look like I'm crying. Oh, yeah. And they would, too. They didn't, but they would, too. And there's that uh, one part where it looks like my trap fell. Failed. It looks like yeah. my trap failed, right? Yep. And then... Actually, it wasn't my trap that failed. My partner actually cut my hook off of it because I know I put it on there good. I'm real big on not wanting animals to be injured and run off. Ooh. Make it look like that, it like it kind of bothered me. Because yeah. that's something that I that as a hunter, I don't I hate to know that an animal is injured and would run off. And I know I put it on there really good, but it wasn't the animal that took my hook. It was my partner that went and cut it off with his knife. Dang. He was in his own trap, and he lost my hook. This vato, dang secrets. I saw court, and then yeah, like I I see that that's like a true like code of the hunter. Like if you even if you shoot it in, in a way where it's gonna be injured, like the hunter responsibility is Just to try to go, you know, track it down. yeah, track it down as quickly as possible. So it's not painfully dying. Exactly. That's a big thing. And pretty much with myself, especially with like homemade ammo and stuff, like a lot of uh, pre pretty much every single time I've shot something, it usually like dies on its tracks. Right? There's this 400 pound hog 
I shot him and I like severed his freaking spine and like his, I remember his skin was like this thick and when we're cutting it off, his head just fell off because it just like completely cut his, his spine already. Mm, mm, dang. But, you know, it just, it just some of the things I wish they would have showed and I wish they would have highlighted a little more of some of the stuff that the way he, he was being. And he wouldn't let me sleep. And then they show the part where he's like, Mallory doesn't let me sleep. I'm like, wait, what the hell? I let him sleep every all the time. I He even asked me, do you ever sleep? And and every time I would try to doze off, he would wake me up. He would ask, you so needy. And I'm like, why are you being so needy if you're Mr. You're a trails guy on your own, yet you're freaking needy as shit. <laughs> and, then, you know, and one of the times he's like waking me up, I'm like, I get up and like, dude, does it hurt you to watch me rest? Yeah, like, so you're like know? just passed out and like he's just random questions. He was, uh, he was, he was a handful and I wish they didn't portray, they didn't show him nearly for the person that he was. Okay. See, and that's what I was thinking throughout the episode because yeah they did they did show him as saying like oh mallory won't let me sleep she's like she's up all night she's cold you know whatever but i'm thinking he's got the best gear all the time when he's camping uh so he's in a sense glamping and in these situations that he puts himself in so not having getting all that stripped away from him has to definitely be yeah. harder, you know. So when I go hunting, I go on on foot hunts. I'll be there in the middle of the woods on my stomach. I my bottle waters freeze while I'm hunting, you know. And so I don't have real fancy gear, you know. I got my guns, but I mm. don't have fancy gear for the most part. I have a really one really really nice gun that I like, but. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part I don't and like I just you know it's 21 days of 24 hour footage with multiple cameras mm. they're able to portray us in any way they like and use whatever they want to use and I, I I understand that they're putting on the show or the episode but there was a lot of times where he did not let me sleep and I would not wake him up except for one time I didn't. That's what he's saying. That It's only because I had to get wood that he was like, it was on the other side of him. The fire was in between. I didn't want to have to like trip over him. Uh-huh. But other than that, I would not every time he would wake me up for the stupidest shit. <laughs> I did. Like, I don't know. It was like stupid shit, especially even with his big old freaking nasty farts would even wake me up. <laughs> Cochino, now now that I'm watching you guys sitting together underneath your shelter, and he's just like all spread out like this, like now now all I can think about now is his farts. <laughs> Nasty. He'll be sitting like that, and then. <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay. So after running through the gauntlet of living out there in the jungle. 21 days, being hungry, being dehydrated, dealing with a partner that you are not getting along with. Um, 
what what was like the thing that you learned and took away from it all? Thing I learned is that I'm stronger than I realize I am. You know, even on those cold nights, I was able to suck it up. I never got to the point where I'm like, let's cuddle. Like, I'm like, ah, I'd rather just suck it up. And I have I have an autoimmune disease. I have not only an autoimmune disease, but I have multiple medical issues. You know, I I've gone through kidney cancer and through you know, uh, I've had brain surgery. I've had all kinds of medical issues. And you know, when my Hashimoto's gets bad, my extremities get really cold. Mm. And the first night he I remember he was there like, hey, um, it was pouring rain. We're both freezing cold, and he's like. This was the very first night. So he's, we're still kind of cool. And he's like, body heat? I'm like, <laughs> okay. Right? So I go and he kind of like spoons me a little bit. And then I'm like there for a couple of seconds. And I'm like, nah, we're not doing this. I need to spoon <laughs> you. So I spooned him. <laughs> Awkward. And then, and then after that, like we did get along. So we never, not once even touched. Dang. And okay. I know a lot of them, they cuddle or whatever. No, that was not us. I mean, I'm like, I don't want a stinky ass. <laughs> no, he no. didn't even move. He would have, he's probably, he was farting on you the whole time, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather be cold. Thank you very much. But so taking away from that, what you were saying is that I am stronger than I realized that I am. Uh, I came out uh, much more with a much more appreciation for the outdoors and for my gear, my fishing tackle, my gun. <laughs> yeah, I came out with a much more appreciation for my gear. Uh, I miss my kids like crazy. So I came out with just having so much more love for my family and my kids because I miss them so much. Yeah, I bet. And not even being able to talk to them. I, and that's probably my, the harder thing of it. Yeah, and with my son having heart disease, it made yeah. it hard out to not know what was going on because in 2022, he had complete heart failure and he had to have an emergency pacemaker put in. And with myself, I'm like, I'm sometimes I'm out there and I'll just look at the stars and I'm like, man, I wonder if everything. And I, I know if it's an extreme situation, they will let me know and send oh. me on the next flight out. But at the same time, it still goes through my mind. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that did make it difficult. But like I said, I came out with a much more appreciation. I came out humbled. Uh, I'm I'm a humble person, but just a little more humbled. You know, you came in a badass. You left more of a badass, but you came. You left with more of a respect. Absolutely. Uh, to being out out there like that. Yes. So, and you can definitely see that at the end. Now uh, you can also see that you guys embrace each other at the very. Yes, we did call it cool. You know, it was hard the first, you know, week or two when we were there fighting and fighting and fighting. When he finally saw that, hey, I'm not against you. I'm trying to work with you. And when he saw that, I feel like I almost changed him in a way a little bit. And he did become a better person. Uh, you know, and we were cool. We were cool at the end, even though on the extraction, they we got into it pretty bad one time, but we got <laughs> over it. And uh, uh, I'm really? talking about, they had to put the cameras down. Oh, really? That bad? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, 
Anyway. Yeah, they need to put that on uh, Naked and Afraid Uncensored. They shouldn't have yeah. put the cameras on. Like, let's see it all. <laughs> yeah. So, but but we were able to come to peace with each other. We we learned to deal with each other, how to handle each other when we realized that the other one's just not feeling it. And in the end, we we crossed that finish line together, and that was our that was our ultimate goal. That was our ultimate goal. Yeah, and there's two things that come to mind to to all that. So, like the start and the beginning is having roommates, even in an apartment where you have food, have water, you know, have electricity and internet. You still get at each other's throats. You fight. So I can only imagine being hungry, being thirsty, being, you know, all having all kinds of worries and still having to work with somebody that you don't really know. Like that's definitely going to be, you know, unimaginable chaos. Um, but the other thing is that I'm thinking of is like when UFC fighters go into a fight, they hate each other. They talk all this mess, but at the end of the fight, once they, you know, they cross that finish line, they embrace and are like all good, everything. So I can see that at the end with you guys finishing up, whether you like each other now or don't, there was that respect of we finished. Exactly. So that's that's about us. And I I I think that's what I appreciate the show for. Like they for what they do display and what they don't display. I think there's a lot of things that maybe they miss out on, but I do like at the end. Well, I mean, there's times where they don't the person leaves and, and that's it. You know, one yeah. person leaves and the other one has to struggle for the rest of it. Yeah. One of the one of the really cool things out there was when the, you would hear the howler monkeys. <laughs> or you wake up and you have monkeys all around you. It was it's crazy how the, the jungle like it communicates with they communicate with each other. There's this bird in the morning comes and comes squawking through the jungle, and after that the howler monkeys have their meetings. And then they start. They have their one meeting, and then they communicate with the other groups of the howler monkeys. And it's, it was really, it was really neat to be able to experience that. Now, if you ever go under the howler monkeys, just know that as a defense mechanism, they start pooping on you. Oh, <laughs> Dang, did you get poop on? Pooped on? I didn't. Patrick did. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's 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 cool because like. While you were saying that, I'm thinking of like when I've gone camping. Um, I really like how like the the coyotes or the the foxes is it one of them where like they call out like they do like a roll call, and yeah. they know when somebody does one of them does not respond. I always yeah. thought that was so cool that they know that it is how they communicate. There was this one monkey. It was like I mean it's somewhere in the middle of the night, and he would be like in the distance in this tree, and you just see his body go. Silhouette. just hanging out like showing yeah, up this is plotting against us i got food motherfuckers yeah, i think all those monkeys are meeting sometimes he would they'd be having the meetings i'm telling my partner like man they're coming after us dude that's their meeting they're plotting against us right now yeah they're trying to figure out how to get you guys to... yeah <laughs> okay. i bet that's a sight to see though like all hanging yeah, out like that yeah, the different types of birds the different types of uh wildlife that was out there uh, a lot of them we're not allowed to to kill because they are endangered species mm. and protected well, good. i'm glad that you know take care of that 
there was one time I thought it was a chicken. Apparently, it was a chicken. And I'm like, well, you're not afraid to kill it. And then I hear, I hear somebody like, stop, stop, stop. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I thought I was about to have some chicken. That reminds me. I'm so mad you guys never got the iguana. I was like so, so rooting so against the iguana, just rooting against it. So check this out. This iguana, if you look it up online, I forgot the name of it. It's some Argentina iguana. It's an aggressive creature. That if I would have caught it, he probably would have bit my finger off. Oh, he would have fought back. <laughs> yeah, and I would not have been cool. And they don't even show it, but I went running after his ass. Well, they showed a little bit of it. They showed you just like see it. And it's like he took off, and then they see you. All you see is you taking off after it. Nice. All right. So I know I told you I would respect your time. So uh, definitely, Mallory, you're a badass. Hundred oh, percent, and you're funny, and I, I. So I appreciate that we had this time to talk. I would love to have you back on if you would love to come back on. Absolutely, hit me up. I'm Mallory on Facebook. Uh, my TikTok's Outdoors Mal Double Seven, and my Facebook's uh, Mallory and. That's it. Well, <laughs> through the magic of editing, it showed up as well, all over uh, here. But um, I feel like there's plenty of stuff that we can talk about even outside of naked and afraid so i would love to have you back on and yeah. i would love to see you more on naked and afraid maybe some other stuff i don't know we'll see um but with that said i think we're coming to the end uh we've gone too hard too fast so now i'm gonna ask you for your too hard too fast story it's uh and you can share either a drunk funny story a cautionary tale, or words of wisdom, whatever you feel comfortable sharing with us. Okay, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Okay, I'll tell you a little funny story. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, so funny story is I had I shot this buck, and when I when I tied it up, you know, his legs smelled from the urine. It had a real strong urine smell. Well, I threw the rope by the truck. Well, later on, my buddy goes and he goes right there and he sees he's peeing. And I'm like, dude, what the hell? Your pee smells. It smells really bad. I think you have a UTI. And he's like, looking at me like, what the fuck? I was like, you need to go get yourself checked. You need to start drinking more water. Like, honestly, my other buddy comes and he's like, dude, it's the rope. I was like, oh. <laughs> Dang, this guy's over here already like, all right, I'm, I'm going to go get a... He's looking at me like, what the fuck? He's just going to have a UTI. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with your pee. <laughs> but it was the rope that had the urine and the back legs of the, of oh. the bug. <laughs> <laughs> so um. the... So you sh when you shot the buck, like the buck peed, it peed itself? No, they do that to attract the females. Oh, okay. And Wait, they just pee on themselves to attract females? Yeah. yeah. You can't do that. You can't do that. Okay? Oh, just I was going to say, I would have been real popular in third grade. Yes, you ain't cool unless you pee your pants. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Mm. Kidding, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> oh, that's a good. That's a good story, um, Mallory. Like I said, thank you for being on. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna be a fan forever. 
anything you have going on, I will share and reach out to you. Now you're part of the Too Hard Too Fast family. So All whether right. you like it or not, I will share everything from you. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, but thank you. And um, we just gone too hard, too fast. Remember, dare to be you, dare to be weird. Bye. Bye. <laughs>